Hello, hello, and welcome to your favorite podcast, Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space. And as usual, I am your host, Kevin, and we have literally half the staff we had last week. We had six people last week, uh, three co-hosts and two moderators. Now we've got one co-host and one moderator, but guess what? It's about as awesome of a co-host as possible. We've been pining for this for months, and I'm so happy that he's here. Uh, so uh, you want to say hi, Johnny? Greetings. <laughs> the second word of the fun fan freebie phrase for the week of April 10th, 2022 is loving. Note, the first word of the phrase has been completely edited out of this podcast. Stay tuned after the closing of this podcast for the details of the giveaway, as well as how to get the first and third words of the phrase. So I know you plan on keeping your picture up, so just uh, talk about that real quick. Who is that picture? It's everybody's favorite superhero, Wave Rider. Wave Rider? Oh, okay. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Okay. You might think if you look at him that he's a Herald of Galactus, but he is not a Herald of Galactus. He is a DC character that's sort oh, okay. of obscure and not not. And we sort of made jokes about it in the past. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That he's sort of an obscure character. He's he's a shiny uh, Firestorm sort of Herald of Galactus looking guy. Is he mm -hmm. like a copy? Do you know the? Do you know the? Uh, like, was it Silver Surfer and then like you know Wave Rider or you know? Um, yeah, he, that he was, I think he was created in the either late eighties or early nineties. I think maybe the early nineties. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, he does sort of just have that aesthetic. Like there was a lot of characters with that aesthetic back then with flaming hair and, and yeah. shiny, shiny bodies. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny though. Um, you know, and, and I know that secretly as much as you mock it, it's one of your favorite characters at this point. So you can just go there. Yeah, he's, he's shiny. I like shiny things. So that's cool. <laughs> All right, well, hey, I wanted to just mention some, uh, you know, and I actually meant to mention it before the introductions, but I have a hard time to uh, work this in. But on today's episode, we're going to cover the latest Ghost, I mean, uh, Moon Knight, the latest Halo. Uh, we got a super freebie to add to the fun fan freebie phrase giveaway. And then uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, comic book stores business models and and our opinions and thoughts on those so you know if this is the first time uh, you're tuning in we also have regular segments as well but this what this episode's in store for um which that's i'm going to start with the uh, fun fan freebie phrase uh, to give an update on that first and unfortunately the update hasn't changed at all we still don't have anybody that wants my free stuff and, you know, you and I talked about it, uh, that, you know, and, and, and I was interested in your opinion, Johnny, with, uh, with regards to why you think we're not getting anyone to get the freebie. So we can go ahead and share that with the people that are listening. Um, why did, what, what was your speculation as to why we're not getting someone to capitalize on this freebie? Uh, well, it just seems like a little bit of work. I, I think like, I like, I like watching on YouTube. Or yeah. listening on YouTube so mm -hmm. that I can see the pictures because I think pictures are awesome. That's part of the reason I like comic books. Um, I, I'm sure there are people who listen, you know, are blind viewers and listen uh, just to, to the podcast only. 
I just feel like you're getting only part of the experience by doing that. So I like to listen on YouTube. In case you guys throw out pictures, I want to see what the pictures are. Right, right. Um, Wait, but basically, you don't think the prize, with it being maxed out at an $8 prize right now, is worth the work? I think, you're... yeah, I think if you actually put up a specific prize, you'd be more likely to get somebody who's like, I want that, rather than have to sort of think about what they want that would be within that price range and then researching whether or not it is within that price range. Okay, I think you'd bet. be better off actually giving out a specific thing. Okay, bet. Let's give this out. And I'm not joking. A 9.2 graded copy of this book. Is it CGC now, graded? It's CGC graded. It is now added to the fun but fan freebie lot. A 9.2 CGC copy of Star Wars The High Republic number one. Uh, this is a variant cover. I don't know how to describe it exactly um, if you're listening to the podcast, but uh, you know, basically there's four Jedi on the cover. There's some big monster in the back. I have not read this, so I, I'm sorry for butchering the people that do know these characters. And it's a great cover. It's a great book, CGC graded. So participate in the fun fan freebie phrase giveaway, and this can be yours on top of, in addition to the... Uh, $6 you, uh, worth of any geek culture good you want to begin with. And then you can bump it up to $7 value by answering the trivia question in uh, uh, the Spotify app. I guess that's the only place you can see it. And then lastly, you can bump it up to $8 value geek item by allowing us to then share who you are and what you've won uh, on the live stream and uh on our various social media so this is added to the pot 9.2 cgc copy of this book you're seeing on the screen and it's uh, star wars high republic number one for the people listening on the podcast so now john with that would it be worth the work yeah yeah that's pretty cool man Okay. Yeah, I would, I would, I would do that now. Yeah, I'm assuming after this live stream, you're gonna be like, "Dude, what are you thinking? You're insane I'm, to be doing that." I didn't have to wait until after the podcast. I'm thinking it already. <laughs> no, I mean, you were gonna say it to me, but now you're saying it already as well. Uh, but for people that have watched the live stream in the past, that's a that's a book that I got hooked up uh, with, free of charge myself. So I'm passing on the goods to the listeners. So you know, Excelar Comics really isn't out, aren't out anything. Except for the money we could have made on it, of course. But, you know, I'm willing to go there to get the fun fan freebie phrase giveaway rolling. So uh, listen to the end of any of the podcasts we've had out for the last few weeks for details. Uh, but basically, it's a three-word phrase that you need to get from today's live stream. Uh, Tuesday's podcast, which is an edited form of this live stream and then friday's uh, midweek crawl through you have to listen to all three of those separately to find out what the three words are and then uh then go to accelercomics.com to submit the answer through a couple other ways you can reach out to us it, but it has to be through the website so basically this is four things you kind of have to do uh, with the fourth one being through the website if you just send us an email or a comment somewhere else it's not going to fly you got to go to accelercomics.com and answer through the, the two uh, options of the website, it's um, 
I can't remember actually what the names of them are. Like I said, listen to the details after the podcast. Uh, but the first word of the phrase is, so that's the first word. Uh, work on getting those other two. And then hopefully we'll give this away next week. And we'll have some exciting news that we are next week. After this edition, I hope it's enough. So pretty sweet, right? Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's okay. yeah. All right. Now um, we're going to move into what I watched this week. And I kind of went crazy again this week. Watched a lot of stuff. I went a little bit old school as well as uh, the new stuff. We'll get the old school stuff out of the way. Uh, but I like checking out the old school stuff, you know, stuff that I hadn't seen. And it's not too crazy old school. I'm not talking 80s, 90s stuff here. Uh, but the first one I watched is uh, 2018's Robin Hood. Uh, I'm, man, I didn't write down the actors in this, but uh, Jamie Foxx plays Little John, which is a little bit of a change there. And they, this is a this is kind of a a new take on the story as well. Do you remember the sheriff of Nottingham being attached to the Crusades in any way, John? In, the, in what you remember from Robin Hood story in general? Well, I, he was he took over for King Richard because of the Crusades. King Richard was on the on the Crusades. That's why he took over. Right. Okay. But as far as him being still attached to being a part of the Crusades, and that's why he was kind of hated. Do you remember? Is that is that something that I, I just? I thought that he was hated because he wasn't the legitimate king. He wasn't supposed to be in charge. King Richard was supposed to be in charge. But he was off doing the Crusades. Okay. That was... And he was obviously bad. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So so maybe that's not too much of a new take, um, but I didn't remember that. So in general, uh, this is really, this is a really good, it's more of an action flick than anything. It's, uh, it's, you can imagine kind of new age action with a lot of flipping, you know, a lot of uh, like Hawkeye moves and stuff, you know, flipping and shooting arrows, shooting multiple arrows, that kind of yeah. thing, you know. So it's it's uh, pretty cool. Definitely uh, give that a recommend. And then um, this movie, it's called The Tangle. This was out in 2019. Oh, and you can watch that Robin Hood on uh, HBO Max. Uh, I watched this on Amazon Prime. And this is a pretty interesting movie. Uh, definitely sci-fi, but... It's it kind of the movie plays out more like a murder mystery. So the tangle is like this futuristic answer to violence and crime in the future. They've created the tangle and and everybody's in the tangle and basically the tangle prevents anybody from doing bad things. But then there's a murder. So they got to figure out how the heck that happened with the tangle being so perfect. This is definitely like more to a B movie type thing. It was pretty good if you're into like murder mystery type stuff uh, rather than sci-fi. As far as a sci-fi movie in general, it was pretty weak. Uh, but the murder mystery aspect, if you're into that kind of thing, I guess was okay. I definitely didn't see the ending coming, so that was pretty good. And then uh, that's, I don't know if I mentioned or not that, yeah, that's on Amazon Prime. Then another one I watched on HBO Max is Dune. I rewatched this. I talked about this when me and Lexi saw it in the theater, and I rewatched it again this past week, and and it was better the second time, in my opinion. If you haven't seen this movie, get HBO Max. It's on there for free. Get a month, 
think if you have never had HBO Max, you can get the first month free trial. This is such a great movie. Did you see this, John? You said you saw this too, right? I started watching it, but did not finish it. Do you have HBO Max? I do. Okay. Well, finish it. It's great. It's awesome. I didn't, like, I, I didn't like it. You didn't. How, how far did you get into it? Uh, half an hour, maybe. Oh yeah, the last hour and a half is the best part. <laughs> it's real long, is it not? Is it very long? I don't know. Is it long, Lexi? It's maybe two and a half hours. Or it's not three, is yeah. it? It's almost three. Is it? Okay. I have a real short attention span. Okay, gotcha. Well, I loved it. Lexi loved it because of the guy in the center there. What's his name again, Lexi? Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Oh, which one? That which guy in the center? The one with the big head or the? the yeah, the biggest head on the screen, the top middle yeah. one. And Zendaya is in there. She's awesome. And Aquaman's in there. And and Thanos is in there. And uh, <laughs> and Poe Dameron's in there. All the actors and actresses, whatever their names are. But anyway, it's a great movie. So I loved it. And then uh, just to cover a couple that I've already talked about uh, the last couple uh, weeks as well, but I'm just kind of continuing that journey, is uh, Resident Alien which is on the sci-fi network, but I actually watch it on Peacock, which I guess so the sci-fi network is, uh, what's that, a NBC broadcast? So have you have you checked this out at all, John? No, I don't I don't have those services. Okay, maybe I should just uh, hook you up with some codes. Because this is hilarious. I think you'd love it. Oh, uh, okay. I definitely, uh, I definitely love it. And uh, I'm only in... I'm actually on, I just finished episode six. I'm on episode seven of the first season. There's two seasons and uh, Patrick and Mike love this a lot. So I think you'd definitely uh, think it's pretty hilarious as well. And then I finished the first season of Picard, which that's on Paramount Plus. And man, it was awesome. You You're know, the only person that I know that, that likes Picard. What? Yeah, you're the only. Well, I, not that I'm talking to actual people I know. Just I, I've seen <laughs> people yeah. people discussing it online and stuff. And yeah, people don't like it. Star Trek people don't like it. The show or the character? The show. The show. Oh yeah, yeah, the show. Yeah, oh, okay. people love Picard. You know. Yeah, that's. Shocking. I think anytime I think anytime you bring something back after it's been gone for a while, you know, people are going to have expectations and. It's never. I, I think they're they're always going to struggle with living up to people's preconceived expectations. I think you'll see that in Star Wars. I think you'll see it in anything where they they take sort of a hiatus. I think people end up with sort of this their own sort of little fan fiction inside their heads, their own you know head yeah. canon. Yeah. And 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 of course they're not gonna they're gonna deviate from somebody's individual head canon of how things either if they do a prequel or a sequel, like how things would have gone after, you know, people have too much time to sort of really put that into their heads, what they think things should be. Yeah, also, yeah. you know, you're, you're talking about like different writers than the original that people loved. Uh, it's just, it's, I, I think it's, it's naturally sort of going to have a little bit of a different feel to it. Yeah. I can and relate people, to that. Obviously get upset. With, with Boba Fett, you know, I kind of, felt yes, like, yes, yeah. yeah. Because you had an idea of what you wanted that to be before you went in. Right, yeah. But yeah, I'd love to, well, and talk to is the key. I wouldn't want to just read a review. I, 
you know, the negative, negative things that people were saying about it. But I'd love to talk to a Picard fan that didn't like this to find out what they didn't like, because like you said, I didn't have any preconceived notions really. Yeah. It seemed to play out naturally. And, uh, you know, we talked about how we want to start talking about, uh, spoilers. So, uh, I'll go ahead and talk about a spoiler. You know, if you don't want to hear any spoilers about this show, go ahead and, uh, exit stage left. Give me a minute. Uh, but I just wanted to say that he actually dies on the last episode of the uh, first season. And they go through this whole big thing that I was like, it actually got to me a bit uh, with, uh, you know, how heartwarming it was or whatever you want to call it. You know, it was, it was, it was really well done. And then, uh, and then they ended up bringing him back because there's a season two. And I won't explain how that happened, but I really liked the storyline in general. In general, he was, uh, he had to come back for a mission to save the universe from, this conflict between Romulans and androids. So it was pretty interesting, you know, but like I said, you know, I'm not a Trekkie. So what do I know? And then I watched, uh, the next episode of Halo also on Paramount plus. Like I said, Johnny, I need to get you some codes because this is really great. I, I'm even loving it even more as it goes along. Do you remember a whole lot of the story from the game, John, or I'll be honest with you. I played, two or three of the games and I, I really struggled to understand what was happening. I just knew that there was sort of some kind of alien invasion and stuff. So I, I would say no. Okay. I, I sort of, I sort of had some kind of understanding. I feel like I started with Halo Reach as a game. Yeah. You remember that one? Yeah, definitely. And then, I, and then I played, and then I played uh, Halo 3. And then I think I started playing Halo 4, but I never really got that into that one. But I, I feel like when you start at number three of something or a game that's sort of an offshoot of, like, I, I didn't, I felt like I was sort of coming in partway through a story that I didn't completely understand. I, yeah. Unless it's just a really simple story, like this aliens are attacking and they put up some kind of a thing around the earth or something to, I don't know. Well, the, the yeah, yeah, it's it's obviously, it is, it is a pretty complex story with the ring being the, kind of center of the focal point of the story and and they fall they follow true to that with the show too they it's kind of it's got a few different takes here and there but in general it focuses on the master chief's journey to stop the creation of the ring and the kind of you know that's where we are and is uh, this yeah. uh animated or is it uh, live, well, live action, action man of... this live action oh, okay. is, and it's awesome too it looks great that's oh, yeah. definitely the best part of it in my opinion it's it's literally perfect yeah, because I saw the pictures and I honestly didn't know if it was because it looked so much like the game. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect yeah. live action in my opinion. So okay, uh, and a little spoiler alert uh, coming in too. If you want to leave for a few seconds here, <laughs> Lexi's uh, clogging her ears. But <laughs> they actually in this last episode, he uh, has his emotion inhibitors, I guess, which is kind of. What Spartan always have, he removed that. So now we're experiencing an emotional uh, Master Chief. And they don't go too far with it, but they play with that a little bit in this last episode. And I, I really enjoyed that as well. Wish Tyler was here so I could ask him about that because I'd be interested in his take on that since he's more of a Halo purist than I am. So so he has like an emotion inhibitor? Yeah, all Spartans can, do, yeah. 
How convenient would that be for just certain situations? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> be I wonderful. What yeah. a great invention that we're going to eventually come up with. Emotion and <laughs> better. But yeah, and, and it was equally as interesting experiencing him not having it in there, at least to me. You know, I thought it was a nice little idea of a way to get us closer to Master Chief. Because that's the biggest thing I think we're learning is Master Chief personally, because the story is very familiar. Obviously, the Halo universe action, we're all familiar with that. But really getting to know Master Chief, that's kind of what's uh, pretty interesting uh, to me on well, top of Top so. Let me ask you this: Does he does he have like backed up emotions? Like he starts crying about his dog that he may have died uh, years before. Okay, no, no, and it's very interesting you say that though. See, you're so intuitive to things. Uh, so I know spoiler alert coming in. He has a he has a moment where he has a flashback, and he has he has slight feelings about this flashback that he wants to experience more feelings about the flashback. So that's what causes that. him to take it out. Yeah, know? yeah. So, and he has a flashback because when he touches the, uh, when he touches something, this this artifact, it gives him the flashback. So he intentionally takes his inhibitor out and comes back and touches it again to then live the flashback without his, with his emotions, uh, you know, uh, utilized. And the reason I said you're intuitive is because it is it is childhood emotions involving a dog. So, oh, that's funny. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, it, it, again, it's good. Big recommend. And then do you even have Disney Plus, John? Yeah, I have Disney Plus, yeah. Okay, so then are you doing the next one, which is Moon Knight? Are you checking that one out? I have not. Uh, there's only, what is there, two episodes on there so far? Uh, three episodes now. Three episodes, yeah. I like to wait. I I don't, I don't like the feeling of uh, wanting more. I, I usually wait until there's a bunch on there before I'll, I'll start watching something. It's so funny you say that. Or I shouldn't say funny. It's so, you know, I guess odd to me that you say that. Because one of the things that I love about that kind of thing is it kind of reminds me of back in the day. You know, we had to wait a week for the next episode. And you had to watch it because we didn't have a recording of it or streaming or anything like that. So we had to watch it when it was out. And then we had to wait till the next week to see the next episode. I, I, I missed that feeling, you know, as I was younger. You, I guess you hated that when you were younger, I guess, huh? Well, I didn't hate it, but I felt like the format that people created television in back then was different in that most stories were a little bit more standalone than they are now back then. There wasn't as much continuation from one episode to another episode, okay. As as most shows are now, yeah. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't like you were ending on cliffhangers too often back then. Okay. You know, you tune in for sort of just a, a whole another episode where they're doing something completely different than the last episode, with a few plot points maybe thrown in that sort of continue, but not not that much. Okay. So you feel like if it would have been more like modern storytelling, you may have been annoyed about it back then as well. But it, since it was different, you weren't annoyed back then. Absolutely. Gotcha. Well, I like it. I, I like the feeling of the cliffhangers every week, and they're doing a really good job with the show. I love it. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm. Do you? Are you much of a Moon Knight guy from comics? No, sir. Yeah, almost the same way. So this is all. 
I think like... he looks cool. Like he has a cool look. I, you know, that's about it. I have some Moon Knight comics. Like I have some, you know, but I never yeah, really yeah. got into it. Yeah, me too. The same exact thing. I have the comics because he looks cool, but then I really didn't know about the story. I didn't even know about, you know, he's like this multiple, he has this multiple personality, disorder, schizophrenic, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so they're, they're playing it out, in my opinion, extremely well. Uh, the visuals are a little bit, I, I don't know, if, I don't know how to say it. It's not really negative or positive, in my opinion, as far as the visuals, but as far as how Moon Knight looks in particular, but uh, it's not bad. It's just uh, not anything that was really blowing me away. But the story is good, and I think it's been played out well. So big recommend on that one as well. Then that's about it for me. I'm trying to catch something on each streaming platform because, you know, that's kind of how you find new stuff. And that's why I need to get you some codes because there's a lot of new fun stuff kind of everywhere all the time coming out. You just kind of have to seek it out, which, of course, is why... You know, I'm doing the what we want, what what Kevin watched segment, so people that may not be familiar with what's on what can uh, check it all out everywhere. So, want to move into Mike's top three covers coming out this week? So I know you have uh, opinions on this, right, John? Yeah, I mean, my opinions on on most modern sort of comic books uh, covers. I guess is you know it's going to be the same opinion for a lot of these. My critique of modern comic book covers, I guess, is what do you want to? I well, you know, I think I think most of them um, <clears throat> don't tell any kind of like they don't want. I don't look at it and think like, oh, I wonder what's in that book. It's just like a picture of Batman and cat the the the, the Bat Cat one, for instance. Uh huh. Like, it's a Jim Lee picture doing a picture that honestly looks like a lot of other Jim Lee pictures that he's done, where they're just sort of standing there looking at me. Like, there's nothing about what's in that comic book other than if you open up this comic book, uh, Batman and Catwoman will be in it. Okay, well then, to play devil's advocate with you, because, you know, I, I don't disrespect that opinion in general, but... Uh... Like, say, that Eternals cover. That is Eternals number 11 by Asad Ribic. And I apologize if I mispronounced any of these. Uh, Mike would be here doing a better job, but I'm filling in for him. I didn't even tell everybody why Mike and Patrick aren't here. Patrick's not here because he, what he wasn't, he wasn't, he was, he wasn't supposed to be here last week, but whatever didn't happen last week that he was here last week was happening this week. And then uh, Mike had the pre-planned thing that we've been talking about for a few weeks. Everybody knew he wasn't going to be. So I got to fill in with all this. So thank God you're here, Johnny, to (laughs) (laughs) give me your take on this stuff. But anyway, that Eternals number 11, that makes you wonder what the heck is going on there, right? That's kind of Absolutely. You're totally right, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the X-Men number 10 with uh, Wolverine, you know, the female Wolverine. That's by Pepe Larraz. Uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a cover, I mean, a, a claw in the front of somebody. I don't know if we're supposed to assume that's Lady Deathstriker. That's what I assume, but who... That's that, what I assume as well. Yeah, you're kind of wondering, who is that? You know, who is she getting ready to fight? I don't know. <laughs> you know. And then that Thor, it's got a... That's pretty action-packed, you know. But but I, yeah. I, I for pretty much all the rest, that last flight out, number six, I don't even know... 
anything about that, but that looks Well, like... that does at least sort of tell a little bit of a story. Like, you see that there's something going on with some sort of a giant spaceship and people on horses that... Yeah. Those two things are sort of contradictory to one another, so it, you can see that it's some sort of maybe post-apocalyptic world. I, I don't know anything about that book, but... Did you vote on these? Yeah, I voted. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. I'll be interested to hear what your... Well, right now, I'm just going to guess that yours, uh, your votes were Eternals number 11, <laughs> X-Men number 10, and uh, Last Flight Out number 6. Uh, by no, the way... You, no, well, you got one out of three. Oh, dang. Okay. So, so anyway, uh, just to cover the covers, <laughs> cover the covers in general, that's Star Wars number 22 by Raza. That's uh, one, one name name. Uh, X, I said the X-Men number 10, Eternals number 11, uh, that's uh, Batman 89, 5, that's the B cover by Adam Hughes, then uh, Batman Catwoman number 11, B cover by Jim Lee and Williams, and then Batgirls number 5, B cover by Michael Cho. And we covered the Thor uh, 24, number 24 by Daniel Warren Johnson. That last flight out, number six by Eduardo Ferragato. And uh, the Darth Vader cover, number 22. I don't know, Don Renand. Yeah. I'm reading Mike Mike's writing here. He's a much better writer than me, but it's still uh, trying to decipher it a little bit. But anyway, then the last one is Ghost Rider. Uh, number one, second printing by Ryan Stegman. Uh, those are the 10. And uh, without further ado... You took them away. They're gone. Yeah, those are the 10 covers. I'm going to give you the top three now. Oh, okay. So number and three... And I'll tell you and I'll tell you why they're not good. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Okay. So number three is Thor number 24. So was this was this one of the three? Did I I said I guess this one? No, I didn't guess this one for you. Okay, why is this one? Yeah, right no, there? I didn't. I just I just don't like that art style. That that has nothing to do with what I was saying before. I just don't like the art style. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, actually, that's just that's just a personal. There there is a lot going on there. I just it's just my personal opinion on the art style. So it is kind of funky, uh, but I yeah. liked it. Yeah, I actually voted for this. And then number two. Is... Wait, do you do you want to say who voted for it? Like, is that still your thing? Um, you know, Mike was doing that, but he didn't. You know, in in his giving me a list of how this played out, he didn't give me that information, so I don't know. Okay, okay. Sorry about it. No, that's all right. Then number two is Ghost Rider number one, second print by Ryan Stegman. I did pick that one. Oh, is this the? <laughs> That goes against. It's just a cool picture, I know, but man, a flaming skull. Like, so far, I've voted for every Ghost Rider cover I think that we've had on here. It just yeah, cool me looking. too. Yeah, it doesn't tell you anything, but it's just a cool drawing. Yeah, did you vote for this, Lexi? So we know we we know the three of us voted for it. Uh, did you vote for the Thor, Lexi? Do you remember? Oh, okay. And then number one is Star Wars Twenty Two by Raza. I also um, voted for that one. It's just, a cool <laughs> it's just a cool drawing of Chewbacca. It's cool looking. It is really. I mean, cool it doesn't doesn't tell you a whole lot about it, but it, you know, 
I don't know. In a, uh, Star Wars is a little bit different. Like, I do feel like that I'm judging them a little bit differently than I would judge other books. Okay. Because I just, it, honestly, on a Star Wars cover, um, I do sort of like, I like it when they show the original, the original characters from the original movies. Um, and he looks pretty cool there. He does. He does. I like it. I actually voted for all three of these covers. Oh, really? So, yeah. Which which one of the... Uh, and, and just to let everybody know, we, we changed up how we voted a little bit this week to make it pure. I won't get into the details how, but it's more of a pure vote where we didn't even know what each other was voting for. We used to know that. So I just voted for these three straight up. And uh, yeah, I, my opinion's obviously awesome. So what was the <laughs> one of yours that I guessed correctly? remember me yeah the last flight out uh you mean the other one that i that i voted for yeah yeah what are the other two? Oh no it was the it was the x-men one oh x-men 10 okay gotcha yeah my only problem with the x-men one was i didn't i didn't really like the coloring on that one but i thought the illustration itself was really good okay yeah yeah this was another tough week for me you know i always give Ty, or uh mike the props of picking some great covers i think he does a great job can you can you pop the other the the other ones up there for a second? Okay. Okay. The I love Adam Hughes, right? But the the Bat Batman Catwoman one with Adam Hughes there. Yeah. Yeah. What is happening there? Is she peeking out from under his cape? Yeah, I don't know. It's it seemed like that could be what it was. Yeah. I, just such a bizarre layout to me. Like I don't know what's happening there. It just. It feels like he just sort of threw down some, like, okay, I, I mean, like, he draws a great Catwoman face, but I've seen it a, a lot of times, and I just don't well, know what's happening the face, there. Mentioning the face part of it's the biggest reason I didn't vote for this was because I think the proportion of Batman's face is off. It's like his eye, his forehead is so huge. You know, imagine if his he doesn't... His head's have... real low. Yeah, his head's, I mean, is his arm up there? Like, is it is it him? Yeah, he's putting his arm up like holding his cape above his like nose. over above his nose so you can't see his his face but then she's peeking out from in there that's just i don't that didn't work for me at all I, yeah. and i usually love like usually if you said i'm putting adam hughes in there i'm pretty much voting for it yeah and then like i said the jim lee one another i'm a big fan of jim lee but that i've seen that kind of picture many times yeah they're just standing there it's i've yeah. seen that so many times Okay, what about the Batgirls? I just don't like that art style. Yeah, I didn't really like that one either. Yeah. And then uh, the Darth Vader, and got anything to say about the Darth Vader in the last flight out? I, yeah, I just, I don't know any of those characters, so I don't care about it, I guess, as much. And it's just somebody standing there, and then it all, all, when they do that, when they do the thing with the person... A full body shot and then a face up in the yeah you know in the in, in sort of the background man yeah. that reminds me of like you know those those uh pictures that people used to get like uh portraits of their family or whatever where they'd have you know like <laughs> right. one picture and then the floating head behind them of right, them right. too yeah, like yeah. sort of like baby pictures or or young people pictures that it back in the 70s and 80s that that was right. popular that right. really reminds me of that and i don't like it that's funny this is gonna this is gonna make me actually probably buy all of these except I still probably won't buy the Batgirls because like I said I really don't like that art too much but 
I'll probably get the Batman 89, even though I think um, just imagine what Batman would look like if he took his mask off right there. How high, how, how high his forehead would be. And it just seems so weird. And with especially the way his ears are, it's not even like he could possibly be leaning forward, making the perception of his eyes be lower with his, with the way his ears are. It seems like he's completely straight face forward. So his eyes proportioned to the top of his head are just crazy to me. So but well, do you like, think his do you think his shoulders though is what I'm saying? Like do you think his shoulders are quite a bit lower and you're just seeing like his forearm there across his eyes? Oh oh I see what you're saying. That could be true. Yeah, that could be true. Yeah, actually I think you're right. Yeah, that seems like it he's got his that's his elbow on the left side of the cover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want to have to think about it that much, though, man. Like, <laughs> that's why I, I was looking at it, and I was like, I don't know what exactly is going on here. I wanted to let people know too. These are comics that are coming out this Wednesday, April thirteenth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, so you can look for these in your local comic book store, of course. Uh, but I wanted to kind of reveal something else today that uh, my lovely wife helped me come up with this. But we're actually going to start another <laughs> giveaway next week. This one, this one's less work though, John. Okay. So fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. This one, this one is to encourage uh, participation during the live stream. So this might still still not work for you if you were not part of the Excel group anyway, because you actually have to participate in the live stream. And what we're calling it is um, the Pick Three Profit Profits. So the first profit is P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Second is profits, P-R-O-F-I-T-S. And the way this is going to work is if anybody comments in the live stream, basically I will put up this graphic starting next week or actually next week's Easter. So we're going to be off next week. Uh, the following week, I'll put up this graphic at the beginning of the show so you can see what the 10 covers are. And then if you comment in the comments, any, any, any three predictions involved with the pick three comic covers coming out this week ep or segment and you and you post that in the comics before we actually reveal everything i will buy you and ship you whatever cover whatever cover ends up being number one for the week so hypothetically this week if someone would have said kevin's gonna pick star wars thor and ghost rider that would be accurate and then i would send them a copy of that Star Wars number 22 and that cover in particular. But it could be anything. It could be like, um, you know, it could just be Star Wars 22 is going to be the top cover. Uh, Johnny's going to pick. Which one did you say you picked again? I forgot. <laughs> oh, Wolver or X-Men. So it could be Star Wars number 22 is going to be the number one book. Johnny's going to pick X-Men number 10. And Ayla's going to pick Thor 24. Whatever any prediction three predictions that all come true in the comments when you whatever the top book is of the week what do you think of that one yeah that sounds good you think i'm insane though right in the it so um <laughs> they have to comment during the live stream on the youtube video exactly or it could be the facebook live video either one shows up on our comments right right the facebook live stream or the youtube live stream you got to comment during the live stream because it only qualifies you if you give your three predictions prior to the reveal of course you know so prior to the reveal how would they yeah. do that like uh so i'm going to show this i'm going to show this graphic and, and 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 tell everybody what the top 10 covers 
are this week at the beginning of the show. So then I the see, time, and then I see. By the time we get to the reveal, they'll have time. To, yeah. Perfect. Make their predictions. Yeah. That sound fun? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we talk about when Exceller uh, comes to fruition in the future with a brick and mortar store a lot. And, you know, I, I, I have a lot of ideas like this on a regular basis. <laughs> I feel like I drive you guys crazy a little bit because you're like, that is not going to work. Are you serious? That it's like every, every idea I have involves either extreme cost to us or uh, free for them. No profit. <laughs> yeah. Do I do that? Yeah. Too? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of like, we should give this away and we should give this away. And yeah, right. We should do this and it's expensive. And I'm like, dude, how are we going to do that? Like, right. well, see, that's why I could never do this by myself. I need you guys to kind of keep me in check, you know? So, yeah. Oh, and actually the last thing I wanted to add uh, involving the covers as well is the standings. So I didn't have who voted for what, but you can see on these standings that Ayla, myself, and Valor, uh, Ayla's my daughter, Valor's Patrick's son, all picked perfectly this week. Oh, and John, it actually looks like you picked two. Of the... Yeah, I did. I did pick two of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's the top three covers coming out this week. All right. Now we're going to do the second installment of... You got a deal. Are you for real? I'm not going to work Johnny to death. He's going to give us his awesome input if he has any of any of these books we show. Uh, but basically, I got 25 books this week. Uh, last week was 30. And we are selling these 25 books for, what did we say, John? <laughs> 30 bucks? Isn't it always 30 bucks? No, 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 no. Uh -uh. It was remember, uh -huh. less than a dollar this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is it 25 books or is it more than 30 books? No, it's going to change, every, you know, basically on what, whatever lot I purchase is going to, you know, change the value of all the books and all that stuff. It could change every week, you know, based on what I buy. So basically you're buying a, a mystery lot. This is the deal, right? You buy yeah. a mystery lot every week and then yeah. you actually show what the mystery lot is, try and figure out some sort of value for it possibly. But you, you, you show it to your customers and say, this is what you would get if you bought it for the same price that you bought it from. And and Ask, they can yeah. they can buy it for that. I'm going to sell it to them yeah. for what I bought it for. The same price, yeah. 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 So no profit no profit to you. You're just sort of revealing somebody's mystery, mystery pack and showing what it is. And they can make a decision knowing what's in it instead of having to do the mystery. Exactly. Okay. And as I keep saying every week, and I'm going to say it again now, is hypothetically, if there's an Incredible Hulk 181 in here, I'm still selling it for, and I, and I think it was 23 bucks is what it was. So, so oh, okay, gonna, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I'm going to reveal 25 books. You can get these 25 books for 23 bucks plus shipping. And then, um, like I said, if, if there's an Incredible Hulk 181 in there, you, you're still going to pay 23. First person to uh, say they want it gets it. And the only thing I wanted to add that I hadn't said before is, as Johnny pointed out to me earlier today, you know, there's a lot of these books someone wouldn't care to want. So why am I going to charge shipping for all of it? So basically you can, you can tell me which books you don't want to make the shipping cheaper. So hypothetically, like last week we had the Pikachu book 
that when I looked that up on eBay afterwards, I think it a couple sales on eBay that actually went through for that one book were like 30, 35 bucks. So hypothetically, if someone just wanted just pick just to pay the 30 bucks that the lot for last week was selling for, but just wanted Pikachu to make the cheap the shipping cheap as possible, could have done that. I could have just kept the other 29 bucks. And you can do that with, you know, all of them but one or take one or two away away or away that you don't care about because but it'll make the shipping cheaper so anyway that's uh just a thing that i wanted to let everybody know we're doing so without further ado here we go first thing we got is uh x-men men and x-men number two the end i'm not familiar with this at all this cover looks like it's in good shape this bag looks old though if you can see kind of scuffing on there i think it's more about the bag than it is the actual cover but i i haven't taken it out because this uh, this is the first time for me as well as i show these oh then magnus robo or magnus robot magnus robot fighter number 26 i think this is the volume one of these as well did you have any magnus back in the day john i had the first couple i think at one time i don't know if i still have them the first couple of the valiant series all right, then we got Harbinger, number 19. Again, I think this is uh, volume one. Oh, I never had cool. any Harbingers. This is a run act. This looks like uh might be uh, not a run run, but a few of these. Uh, Harbinger, number 21. Were you a Valiant fan back in the day? I wasn't, but I am now, actually. I wasn't oh, really? back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the same way I am with Image now. I'm, I'm trying to right. get some older stuff, but I wasn't back then when I could have got it. Which is probably good because I'm getting it cheaper now than it was back then, I think, in general, you know. Some of it. I think, I, I don't know, are the early issues of, because uh, they were they were sort of lower print runs, the early stuff. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They might be a little harder to get. I wish we, uh, you know, you had the capability you could look these up, but I, but with the way we're set up today, you don't even have that capability. No. Can look up on. Okay, and then Harbinger number 20. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any of these are terribly expensive, but I don't know. Oh, this is more of a modern book. I actually was getting this when it was new. Uh, this is Eclipse number three. This is by Top Cow. This is a great story too. I re actually read this. You familiar with those at all, John? I think I started reading Eclipse. Maybe is that the one where they there's like no sun? I, I can't remember. They have to wear suits outside. I don't know. Yeah, there's too much Post apocalyptic. Sun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started reading it. I have the first couple issues of that. I think. Yeah, that was good. Then I got Wild Star number two. Oh yeah, this is me. That's that's all you. Yeah, image early image. Yeah. That was uh, Jerry Ordway. Series. Okay. Yep. Okay. Then I got, what the heck, Back from the Dead, number 18, uh, Acclaim Comics. This this cover actually looks pretty cool. Oh, no, this is a Valiant, this is an odd Valiant. This must be like Volume 2 or Volume 3 maybe even. It's actually Exo Manowar, but I didn't even actually see that on there. Have you ever seen this? No, that must be like the newer valiant like when they left they, they were gone for a while and then they came back yeah they've done that like I, two or three times so yeah, yeah. but you see how it's Must right here it says x o man of war i didn't even notice that right away oh uh, yeah that's cool yeah i like covers that have the reflection like that that's cool 
And this is actually one of my favorite buying covers of all time. I actually have a CGC uh, copy of this. Uh, you're going to be familiar with this, John. Uh, Turok, Dinosaur Hunter, number one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> wait, wait, Kevin, pull pull that away for a second, the Turok, and let me look at the XO again. Y you know the the lights that you have that are sort of the glaring on the yeah. on the book? Yeah. It yeah. kind of works for that cover that's working there. I like it. Oh, it does, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, 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 the glass from his helmet kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead back to the Turok. <laughs> yes, I have I have several copies of that book. I like. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sucker for the Chromium. Well, I got the... Uh, yeah, exactly. The Chromium's the coolest. Uh, and I, the only reason I have the CGC is because I was on a search one day for... CGC when I was first uh, investigating slab books and I found a 9.8 CGC of this for sale for 20 bucks. And I'm like, the CGC process cost more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to grab it. So yeah. That was a Bart. If happens with that, I'm, I'm set. Bart Sears art. Lots of Valiant. Valiant it fans, is. this is it. This is your thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is Exo Man of War number 54. Uh, this is from 95 so when did the first uh the first volume of the volume books come out that was 80s right uh i think it was uh, maybe very early 90s i'm not sure maybe the late 80s so this might be volume two or or volume two or volume three something like that yeah that's that's not volume one right i don't i don't think i actually you know what what number is it 54. yeah that could be the, yeah. the later issues got the different yeah. stuff yeah i don't know it might be. I don't know. All right, this is another one from that. Uh, it's definitely the same volume as the other one. Exo Man of War, number seventeen. Still pretty cool cover. All right, <laughs> staying on the buying trend. Uh, this is Shadow, number seventeen. Oh, this is definitely volume one though. Shadow Man. Mm -hmm. Oh, Shadow Man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I, as you can tell, I've never collected this book. Did you get these at first? I probably have a Shadow Man or two, but I I I never got really into Valiant. I tried them out, I think, and didn't like them. Exo Man of War was the first one I ever got any interest in, which now I'm totally interested in the in the newest version of him. All right, we're finally getting away from Volume here or Valiant here. Uh, the Westwood Witches by Amigo Comics. Uh, this is issue number two. It was not bad. Never heard of it, though. Never heard of it either. All right, then we're getting some dynamite here. Vampirella, the Dark Powers. Now we're talking. <laughs> you know, I wish there was someone calculating value here, because as far as I'm concerned right now, this might be a are you for real order instead of a you got a deal order. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're finally getting some DC, too. Uh, Time Masters, Vanishing Point, Number six of six. Never seen that thing. No. I think it could be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's the last issue of a mini series. It's. Uh, and actually, we've got another one. Time Masters Vanishing Point, number two of six. Wow. All right. And yeah, Time Masters. Oh, this is a search for Batman. This one has Conan on the cover. This art's pretty cool, though. Oh, that must have been when Batman was stuck back in time because he got killed sort of but he actually got sent back in time okay and he was like hanging out with like the cavemen and stuff all through time okay i don't remember that at all sounds pretty cool though 
it was during Final Crisis or right after Final Crisis, and they were doing the they had like the yeah, that was when uh, Dick Grayson took over as Batman for for a time. Oh, okay, I believe. Yeah, it might, it might have been when I wasn't paying attention at all, but that's not. Yeah. But I, I could have been paying attention and just forgot too. That's uh, mm-hmm. so. All right, now we're getting back to Vine a little bit here. Unity, number twenty-five. Number what? Twenty-five. Yeah. This must be a newer series too. Yeah, I think that logo. That's like a volume four logo. Yeah. Again, this is big time for a volume fan. Okay, Unity. <laughs> number 21. Oh, and then Unity number one. That's got to be worth something. That's a third. That's probably a $23 book on its own. That's a number one and all. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then I've got. Uh, okay, this is interesting. It's another number one. This is probably a 20 some book by itself. That's what I'm going to always predict for number ones. Whatever the value of the current lot is. And if you're just tuning in, you can have any of these books you're seeing, or all of these, I should say, or any, whichever you choose, for 23 bucks. 25 books for 23 bucks. It's a mystery uh, unboxing, but there's no mystery for you here before you bought it, or before you buy it. So, I'll are just... you, Kevin? I got a question for you. Are you revealing who the seller was? So that it, is this like a sort of almost like a review of the seller? Or you, or do you buy it from the same seller each time? You know, I'm glad you asked that because I meant to discuss that with you guys uh, before. But what I basically decided on my own without discussing it with you guys is I didn't want to, I didn't want to have any negative, you know, connotations directed towards anybody. So what I was going to do if, when it does sell, then let people know. Like anytime it does sell, let people know. Hey, you, I got this from blank. You that know? makes sense. Yeah. So then it's a positive review for whoever sold it to me. You know. Gotcha. Makes sense? Yes, sir. You think that's a good idea in general to kind of keep any negativity from anybody that, <laughs> you know, would think that this particular lot today is a, are you for real? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. If somebody, if somebody might have, uh, yeah, we could talk about it later. Yeah. 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 So, okay. This one's United States versus Murder Inc. Number one. It's Brian Michael Bendis. You know anything about it? Nope. I'm rooting for the United States and that, though, I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we got uh, United States versus Murder, Inc., number five. Could be number two, of course. Oh, crap. I think these might be getting a little... Getting them closer to the phone might be making things worse. I didn't think of that. He's all, again, the same as last week's lot. They, uh, they all look like they're in really good shape, which I, I bagged and boarded that lot from last week and man like i think uh, you know i love to quote you when i say you know a new bag and board sure does make a bird a, a, a bad book look pretty you know <laughs> and i don't think there's any bad books in it though because it they look pretty when before i even bagged them yeah the, the opposite holds true too right a, a bad bag and board makes a good look, look yeah exactly yeah absolutely yep yeah all right back to some dc good uh which this is a great cover, in my opinion. Uh, the Unexpected, number seven. This is a Dark Knight's Metal crossover or whatever you want to call it. I think I actually got this book new. And then last but not least, oh, this one's even cooler. The Unexpected, number five. Another Dark Knight's Metal crossover. This is a Chromium cover. 
Can, can you even really see that with the way the... Mm, set it down light. again. Yeah, yeah, you can see it fine. Okay. I think. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Alright, that'll do it. So this is 25 bucks for 23 bucks plus shipping. And uh, if you, you know, you pay the 23, you don't have to get all of them. If you don't want to pay the shipping for all of them, you can get whichever ones you want out of it to make the shipping cheaper. But that'll do it for the second installment of You Got a Deal. Are you for real? <laughs> um, I wish I had a value on this one, but I don't, folks. You know, I'm going to give the value next week. I'll figure this out. And, uh, or maybe I'll just include it in tomorrow's podcast. I'll add the, uh, when I edit during the editing process, I will add the value of the books in the podcast because you can buy these books from us for that cost up until Saturday at noon. Whether you hear this or obviously experience it now live or you hear it during the podcast that I'll post no later on Tuesday uh, or you watch it anywhere in between here and Saturday, listen to it, you get it Saturday by noon. And uh, speaking of that with the podcast, I wanted to just show these regarding the uh, midweek crawl through. Do you, have you been checking out my midweek crawl throughs, John? Yeah. Did you check out last week's yet? Mm, I think so. No, um, no, I did not. I did not. I did not. Okay. Well, we covered uh, Star Wars pocket model. So I just wanted to throw up some of these pictures real quick. I just like to throw up the pictures so, you know, people can envision what we just talked about because it's just a podcast. But these are what the cards look, back, look like front and back. That's what the mat looks like. This is Star Wars pocket model. So you, 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 it's a card game that the cards, you, you bust out of the plastic, you bust the, bust the model pieces out of these plastic cards and then build the models. Here's a little bit closer picture. But those are built out of pieces out of a plastic card. Have you ever seen these before, John? No. Pretty cool, right? Look at that. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Now, can I, can I listen to that on the, on the YouTube machine or do I have to go to Spotify? That's you have to. Well, it's on all the podcast services. You have to. It's not just Spotify. Um, the only thing that's exclusive to Spotify is the trivia question. You have to use Spotify for that. But as far as any other podcast, you can listen to it on, you know, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you know, all of them. So, but yes, you can only hear this the this explanation of this game. The but can I listen to it on the YouTube machine? No, that's unfortunate. <laughs> It's a, it's a podcast. You you, you know, can put them on YouTube still, you know. You could still put it on there. You just wouldn't have any pictures. And you and and basically, are you voting for that right now? For me doing for you doing that? Yeah. Yeah, I think you should have everything everywhere, even if it doesn't have pictures. No, no, that might be true. As long as it's easy, man. There's so many hours I have involved in this already. That's true. I I don't know if that would be hard. Yeah. To do because like, you're doing all the technical stuff, so. Yeah. But anyway, this showing this picture with the close-up. I love the way these minis look. This game is very fun and very simple, which is uh, you know what I what I commented on during the podcast is exactly what I'm going for when it comes to family games and stuff. You know, we'll get to you know heavy strategy games later, but right now we're kind of in a minis kind of pretty easy game kind of. That's where we currently are when we're talking about games on Thursday. So for people that are more interested in that kind of thing. All right, so 
Getting to the unique topic of the week now. This is actually suggested by you, John. So uh, once again, thank God you, we have you today. Because I'd have been having your topic suggestion. All by yourself. By myself. <laughs> I probably would ask Lexi to chime in randomly. Well, she's sitting here with me, but thank God you're here. But we're going to talk about comic book store business models, right? Sure. You you came up with this idea after watching some videos involving what's what's the Mile High Comics guy? Oh my goodness, Chuck something or other. His, his name's kind of hard to say, and even when you're looking at it, let alone trying to remember it. In my yeah, opinion. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you know, just the ones we're more familiar with, especially New Dimensions, kind of familiar with their kind of business model in general, right? I guess sort of like you know. I, I don't know exactly if they if they decide to write down a business model how that would be. I just know it from a from a customer's point of view, sort of what it looks like to me. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your take on? I mean, we're just talking about two things right there in particular. What's your take on either of those, or what would you do? What is what is going to be your vote when uh, Acceler exists? What do you what do you? Well, think? well, well. With with New Dimension, first of all, they have several different stores and each of those has sort of a different model of how they do things um i guess the one that we're talking about here that's the biggest contrast to the way that mile high does it is sort of their they have a store in elwood city pennsylvania um that is primarily all dollar books and it's a lot of dollar books and you know so they're they're sort of their lower end uh, things for the most part. And then they also have, you know, new books and, and a few toys or whatever. Right. Um, and then some wall yeah. comics, what, what yeah. you would consider like wall comics, like the higher end, more expensive books. But for the most part, like, I think the reason why people would go in there is for the dollar books. I agree. So, so that's, that's sort of one thing. And then the way mile high is, so, so they're buying and selling used comics there. Right. Yeah. Uh, for, for very cheap right you know they're buying them cheap they're selling them cheap they're uh, you know using their other locations anything i guess maybe that wouldn't sell for a long period of time uh you just make it a dollar and send it to that that location right right yeah so that's that uh, we're just talking about back stock because new comics all sort of work the same right they're, they are what they are yes okay exactly. so 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 mostly it's like you know they buy and sell for cheap at, at El, elwood new dimension and then and then to contrast that was sort of the mile high comics which is they sort of sell buy and sell more at a premium yeah for for older comics right they're not necessarily super interested in moving through inventory as quickly yeah, i guess it that much right but he is interested in having what you're looking for Whereas, you know, the, the new dimension model for that particular store again, that would be the place to go. And and Chuck sort of on the shows that I was listening to him on was saying like, you know, people sometimes complain about the, the prices being overpriced. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Being overpriced and his his retort was You'll come back here if you can't when you can't find it somewhere when else. When you can't find it somewhere else. Yeah, this yeah. is where he, and, and he was sort of talking about replacement price like when he prices stuff, he prices it at um the cost that it would cost him to replace it as well right right so it's not like he just wants to sell it he wants to also get it back yeah so that the next guy can find it there yeah 
which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, so the biggest thing I wanted to ask you about him, and this obviously is just your opinion because we've never been to Mile High, although I want that to happen someday, is, you know, he's got millions and millions of books though. So, you know, you're, you're saying that he's primarily dealing with the, you know, harder to find books, but he's got to have tons and tons of the common books you could find in most dollar bins as well that you know that's true he he has those as well but it it sort of seems like i mean you know from my perspective if you were if you were just starting out in the hobby and you don't know what you like yet you don't know what you're um interested in and you're trying to experiment that a store like the new dimension where everything's real cheap and you can try it out for free or not for free, but for a dollar, like that's cheap, right? Yeah. That would be where to start. And then, yeah. and then, and then you'd have some sort of mixture type of stores, uh, at intermediate levels. And then when you're sort of like at the end of your comic, you know, like when, when you're sort of like expert level, I guess, then that that's when you'd want to go to a place like my high. Right. Um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen real quick, I've seen stores make the mistake of we we used to have a store in the town i'm in that when they first opened their their back stock was amazing like it was a really good place to go hunting but they they didn't really add to it that often Uh and then they started having sales where they were they were selling the stuff off for really cheap well under market value yeah and then the problem was that you know that after a while they started they were they were making money those days i guess not necessarily a whole lot of profit though what happened after a while was their their backstock kept getting thinner and thinner until it was to the point where the backstock that they had they i don't think they could have given it away at the end yeah you know it was it was so um such undesirable stuff yeah pick through and they never really added to it so i guess chuck's chuck's answer to that is like that that is why he's doing the way he does it is he wants to sell it at a price where he knows he can he can replace it right so i don't know they're just sort of two different business models on on back issues again which i think uh, polar opposite yeah those are the polar opposite ones obviously there's kind of and then everything in between options and you know just looking at it from the business's perspective i i can relate to this just a little bit because i own my own lawn care company so when I first started, my prices were dirt cheap because I was just looking for com- customers. And then as I've grown and as I've developed a reputation, then uh, you know one of my commitments to my customers is to never kind of overwhelm myself. And then the only way I can do that is then to raise my price. Well, not the only way, but the the way I choose to do uh, chose to do it was to raise my prices to kind of then you know reduce obviously my new customers which is kind of seems like the way the mile high concept is too. I know it's for the other reasons you mentioned, but also because of the inventory problem you also mentioned from the other store. uh, If you kind of overprice for lack of a better way to describe it, who knows if it's technically overpriced really, but if you take that, you're, you're intentionally avoiding running out of inventory uh, with that as well, which like I said, the same thing with my business model. And I think it's, I think it's awesome. 
I think it's a great, I, I think it's a great way to do it. And I love that whenever I am looking for something and I'm kind of at that level where I'm more, well, I, I would say it's equal where I'm, I'm as much looking for something specific as I am for just the mystery finds and exploring stuff. I enjoy both of them equally now. So when I do that, most of the time I, I don't mind paying what it might even be cost more if I just grab it. Like, and, and you're talking about how new dimension has a lot of different stores. We were talking about the new dimensions in uh, waterfront in Pittsburgh and that store is more towards the mile high. You know, they have the dollar bins. Well, I guess it's a good mix. They have the dollar bins and everything, but then they have on the wall and I don't mean literally hanging on the wall, but like just long boxes around the wall of the store that have individually priced books. And like two weeks ago, I think I just bought four Star Wars books and I didn't even look them up to see if I could find them cheap or anything. I just, they had them that I, and I needed them and I was there, so I grabbed them, you know? I yeah, yeah exactly. I, I like that. I mean, like, I guess that's the, the more the model of most stores and that may well be sort of the model of, of Mile High as well. I'm sure they probably have dollar books as well. Yeah. But, but, uh. I guess like, um, yeah, I would say that's more the standard, like where you sort of have a little bit of everything. Like, I, again, I was sort of picking sort of two extremes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it is just sort of interesting. The, 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 the two, what I would say are very successful um, comic book store businesses have sort of polar opposite approaches right. in the way they do back stock. Yeah. Have you ever seen a store that because i've heard about this but i've never seen one personally where they just sell back stock they don't even sell new issues no i've never been to one of those have you heard about them as well i've heard about them yeah i've just yeah. never been to one those are pretty interesting and then you know we've talked about before the other store we go to local to us uh, painted vision comics in woodbridge virginia they have a primarily new issues no back stock uh, aside from, you know, key issues on the wall and stuff. But in general, no back stock of any kind or dollar issues, at least the last time I was in there, which has been a while now. But they just focused on new issues. So, yeah, it's it's all over the places to the way you want to go. You know what I've never seen or heard about that I would really like? And, of course, I would uh, submit this for review with us in the Acceler Group to have uh, our store be this way is... Tell us what you want if we don't have it and we'll get it. Now, I, and I'm going to kind of specify this by saying we like maybe even have a guarantee, which is a scary word, that we can do that for people too. Because so many times I have mentioned, especially in my local store, hey, I'm looking for this. And I get the typical, you know, I can find that for you. And then I just never hear from it again. I'll ask like maybe over the next two or three visits, hey, did you have any luck? Have any luck? And then it just kind of goes away. Like I would actually want a kind of a submission, a way of submitting that we can find you this book and we'll, you know, we'll sell it to you for fair market value. Uh, but kind of a, you know, guarantee we can find that book. Then, you know, it really does make it. So whenever I'm looking, like I'm currently looking to fill up my uh, Star Wars and Spawn gaps, so literally, if, if my store offered that and they were consistent with it and reliable with it, rather than going to eBay or whatever sources I choose, I'll just say, hey, okay, it's that time of month again for me. I'm gonna, I'm looking for 
Star Wars email them or whatever. I'm looking for Star Wars number 57. Can you get that for me? And then they get it for me. And like, you know, I don't have to do the searching and they sell it to me fairly. That kind of thing. That'd be great to have too, don't you think? Well, I, I don't know if I'd use the word guarantee. I, I, I tend to I tend to want to avoid um, any kind of definites on anything. Right, right. Because <laughs> you paint yourself into a spot. I know. Hey, Kevin, I, I'm looking for a Amazing Fantasy 15 at a 9.6. Uh-huh. You get that for me? Well, I, yeah, I guess the answer is yes, right? I could. It would cost no, you. No, I don't think you could, Kev. There isn't any on auction right now. <laughs> no. There isn't? No. Oh. I kind of thought it was a pretty typical thing. Like, No, no. That's a really rare book at a 9.6. No, I know. It's very rare. There's only a few in existence. Oh, yeah. 9.6. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't put a grade on these. You know, if people are just looking for a book, it'd be looking for a book. They can't. I wouldn't put the guarantee on the condition. Looking for an action comics number one, Kev. Okay. Can you get me? Can you hook me up? <laughs> All right, maybe. It's uh, it's maybe. tough. Like I I just think when you say guarantee, like it, it, it like guarantee how like what what would what would happen if you couldn't get it? I right, guarantee modern book. How about that? Yeah, that would work. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, these are all discussions. I'm just saying, I would love to have that option to where I know I could ask them to get it for me and they'd get it for me. And, and you know, I, I always like, you know, like we were just talking about with me, I always take it to extreme with guarantees and free and stuff like this and stuff. But, but in general, just having that as a reliable outlet at my store that I knew if I asked them for a modern book, especially if it's like within the last year, which is usually the case. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. like, Hey man, I missed yeah. number three. Can you get that for me? And they're only yeah. on like number six, you know? Yeah. And I can't even get those. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, if I could get it myself, I should be able to just call them and get it from them as easy. You know, that should be the easier process for me, you know? So, yeah. So anyway, that's kind of the idea of what I'd like to add that it doesn't seem like I've experienced that anywhere as well. So if you're buying dollar books or, you know, sort of just back bin books, stuff I'm talking about stuff that's like under ten dollars. It's it's nice to be able to get it all in one place and not have to pay shipping on that, because a lot of times the shipping will cost as much as the book. Right. Right. Um, so I like being able to do it all in sort of one place. And it's nice. But that's that's me that, you know. If I want, if I want sort of a higher end thing, I'll typically go online for something like that. But if I had, maybe if I had a store like a Mile High Comics, it wasn't thousands of miles away. You'd frequent that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'm sure I would. Yeah. Yeah, because they, I think they, they do have. I saw the Kevin Smith post a video where he was doing a tour there, and yeah, I think they have a little bit of everything. You know, there isn't anything you could possibly want that isn't there. But yeah, I'm sure the, it's, that's the thing. Again, yeah. if it was local, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I would love it, yeah. Well, I'm going to take a trip out. That's on my bucket list. I'm going to take a trip out there. So, obviously, you're invited. Yeah, you want to spend the, or go the thousands of miles for it, but... <laughs> I do, I do. Just I just feel be... like, I, I'm just, I would be so afraid that I would spend, you know, go thousands of miles, show up there and be like, well, I just have my hands in my pocket i do that at conventions a lot of times i never end up buying anything and it's like i just spent so much money getting here that right well i think we're pretty much in agreement too that i don't think there's one better than the other it's just kind of what you're personally looking for at that point in time but if That's i were to gonna, if i were going to give somebody a, a, a specific thought on that i'd go with what you said as well that if you're a new guy 
you know, go to those dollar bins. If you're new to the, new to the hobby, go to those dollar bins, you know, and, and, uh, you know, if you're looking for something, you can probably find a lot of them in there. In particular, you can find some stuff you didn't even know existed. Uh, but if yeah. you're an experienced guy, yeah, head to more towards the store that's going to Yeah, once you have your tastes all sort of chosen and everything, yeah. Which, you know, just to call you out a little bit, I think you've told us a few years ago that you kind of had everything, yeah, you know, but then you're still going, right? You still enjoy the dollar bins and, and you know, I think from it was time like... To, two, from time to time, yeah. 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 But you started to move into the eBay lots more too, looking for looking for something particular with the lots, right? Yeah, and then and then now also like I am getting to the point in a lot of runs on things that I'm I need just an, an individual issue here and there. Yeah, where I'll I'm more willing to pay the 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 normal fair market value for it. You know, yeah, yeah. it's tough when when you when you you know I was I was going after the Marvel team ups and I I was getting those out of dollar bins for years and years and years. And then there was just, you know, you get to the point where there's like three more that you need out of yeah. 150 issues plus the annuals or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's just like, I, I'm never going to find these dollar bins at this point. And you just, you know, you're paying the 15, 20 bucks a piece for them or whatever yeah. just to finish it off. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get any of that this week by chance? Have you gotten anything from eBay this week? No, I haven't. I haven't bought anything on eBay for a while. I want, you've been busy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been busy. With and poor, and I've also been poor. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we kind of skipped over the what we got uh, segment because I I got new books this week, but I didn't get anything else. And uh, yeah, we hadn't talked, so I didn't know if you'd got anything, but it sounds like it was a good idea to skip it. Which, speaking of that, another one I accidentally skipped, I don't even know how I did it. I have my note cards here and everything, is uh, the Get It or Forget It uh, comic book review. But we'll get back to that in a second. Hold on a second. Like, see, I just want to <laughs> cap off the... A unique topic of the week. So anyway, uh, there's there's a whole bunch of uh, business models out there in between those two extremes that we didn't talk about. It sounds like our opinion is there isn't one better than the other. It's just what you're personally looking for at the time, right? That's right. Yeah. All right, Lexi. Now let's go into the get it or forget it comic book reviews. And actually, I'm going to be the only one reviewing this week because John is not only broke, but hasn't read anything recently because he's too busy right john yeah yeah i haven't haven't gotten anything this week <laughs> so what i read this week i read batman beyond i uh pretty much only read this because and i think this is something i'm going to do regularly i'm going to choose my get it or forget it comic book review to be based on one of the winners of the comic book covers coming out this week from the previous week because it's always kind of a tough choice to, because we've decided to only do one book a piece. So it's kind of a tough choice to decide. So that's gonna, uh, how it's gonna help me decide. I can't remember what place this cover placed in actually. <laughs> I think it was in the top three, but I could be wrong. It was definitely in the top 10. It was one of the selections in the top 10, uh, which this is a great cover. You like this cover, John? I voted for that one, I believe. Nice, okay. Yeah. Well, basically, uh, so this is Batman Beyond, number one, Neo Year. The writers are Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing. Kev, I, I just want to say that uh, number one issues, like first first issues of a series, yeah. Yeah. I give different rules for that as well. Like I, I just want like a pinup picture for the first issue of a comic. Okay, okay, that's a good qualifier. Yeah. 
because I would have probably called you out on that every time. Uh, you, you know, I'm going to try to remember these ways to call you out every time forever because that's fine. Yeah. No one calls me out more than you. So I, I no. got to, I got to have this catalog of ways I can call, call you. Out. Yeah. But now what I don't want to see is like, if that, if that series continues, I don't want to see like another pinup of them every, every yeah. month that gets boring. Yeah. I'm tracking with you. That makes sense. That's, that's totally something I can uh, totally agree with. Uh, so anyway, the artist is Max Dunbar, and I actually don't know if that's actually the cover artist or just the interiors. Uh, have you read any Batman Beyond in the past? No, I watched the cartoon, but I didn't actually watch any or read any. Yeah, me too. That's pretty much where I was. I, I never read a Batman Beyond comic before. Is is this the Terry McGinnis one? It is Terry McGinnis. Uh, but Commissioner Gordon is actually Barbara in this book. And I'm not exactly Yeah, that's sure. the way, wasn't that the, yeah, that was the way it was on the cartoon. Barbara Gordon was Commissioner Gordon? Yeah, because it's in the future, yeah. Yeah, I didn't remember that, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't remember that at all, though. So, but that's exactly when it, whenever it happened in the book, I was like, well, that makes sense, you know. There was a period of time in, I think, the regular continuity in DC where Batman Beyond was um, Tim Drake. That's why I was asking if it was Terry McGinnis. Oh, okay. Okay. Tim against. Drake Robin was was at one point Batman Beyond, I believe. Okay. I All think. Right. I, I I mean, I, like again, I haven't read it, but I think that's the case. Okay. Well, this is definitely McGinnis in this one. Uh, yeah, it's Neo Year. It kind of it's it's a new villain as far as I'm aware of. I think his name is uh, Lumos. It's either the name of the villain or the name of the drug that he's peddling. <laughs> in this and basically batman's kind of on his batman beyond obviously is on his last leg to try to save gotham it's pretty much gone downhill he's feeling lost but he won't give up you know same you know typical same kind of stories but it's this new drug that's being secretly shipped into gotham that he's trying to stop the importing of it was fine <laughs> uh if, if you want good art i say get it it's it's definitely good art. The interiors are good too. I liked it. Uh, if you're looking for a, a good story, I don't really feel one way or the other. It was just kind of real basic. What I just said is literally kind of all we know from from this first issue. And it's you know without kind of having it going deeper into the story, I can't really. I really don't feel one way or the other. So I'll, I'll give number two a shot. Uh, there is a uh, Flashpoint Beyond special special sneak preview for the back. Uh, four pages of this book, which I guess that's coming out. Flashpoint uh, Beyond is number zero is coming out this month, I think. But it's but that's four pages of it is in, and I don't actually know. It's, it actually says a sneak preview, meaning I think there are four pages prior to Flashpoint Beyond starting, as opposed to four pages from Flashpoint Beyond being taken from it for this preview. You know. I think it's actually total separate four pages. So if anything important happened in those four pages, because I didn't really read those, then that could be a significant... No, the first appearance of is in... You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, uh, get it. If you're uh, more of an art lover than a, than caring about the story, don't really feel one way or the other as far as the story is concerned. So that's it for the Get It or Forget It comic book reviews. That's all I had this week. And then we're going to move into a classic here that I've been waiting so long for this again. And I don't mean, you know, every time I mention that, John, I don't mean to make you feel bad. I know you got good reasons for not being here. 
So I don't mean that negatively when I say that over and over again. Uh, but it's time for Johnny's uh, recap. Oh man, I didn't I didn't take a whole lot of notes this time. I feel like this is a lot of buildup. But the uh, <laughs> I'll go, okay, <laughs> the fun fan freebie just got real. That okay. contest just got real, right? True. So you guys should uh, anybody listening who's not related to us should get in on that. Yeah. Uh, the second thing I had was there's too many streaming services. There's just too many. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how people. Die. Do, do these all cost money, Kevin? Do you know? They do. Like yeah. You have to you have to pay for uh, Peacock or whatever separately from yes. Disney Plus. You can't. Yes. You can maybe get bundles. Yeah, they I have guess. a bundle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Hulu and many. Disney Plus and ESPN come in a bundle. I did want to say that uh, some of the stuff I watched was I tried that Hit Monkey on Hulu and oh that's right and, yeah and and I finished watching uh, Peacemaker which I was a big fan of and I watched oh, the yeah. uh, the Batman yeah I forget. we should yeah. talk about the Batman soon though because I really yeah, we, enjoyed that now that you've seen it yeah we're definitely uh, I think we're waiting for someone I think Mike still hasn't seen it but I, yeah we uh, were okay. talking about having an episode on it just once, that yeah once everybody's seen it you know so yeah just overall what's your what's your take on it as far as good bad other i i liked it a lot yeah i really enjoyed it if you like the arkham games uh-huh. it really felt like the arkham games to me they, they they took a lot of inspiration from those arkham games okay and i was a fan of those arkham games yeah me too those are great yeah okay um and just to touch on from- peacemaker real quick yeah. Did you, did you, I'm sure you probably heard the podcast where I where I kind of turned my change. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I listen to all the live stream ones for sure. Like okay. I listen to them as, as soon as I possibly can, which is a lot of times Monday. Okay, gotcha. Don't forget to look for more content where you find podcasts. Like it, not necessarily on YouTube. It might be somewhere else. You'll get the okay. midweek crawl throughs and all this stuff. Okay. Uh, and the, the Batman Beyond uh, comic was... A, a decent start, it sounds like. If you like great art, it Kevin Kevin gives it high high marks for art for sure. Yeah. And okay. the story uh, might uh, be a little bit lacking at the beginning, but maybe it's just the sort of setup. So it's only yeah. the first issue. Yeah. And then the the one thing I want to mention is to um, if you're watching this on YouTube specifically, to remember to like, comment, subscribe, share. Uh, you know. With the comments, if you if you like, well, I should say this: if you like the if you like the content you're getting, hit like. If you don't dislike it, go ahead and hit the unlike. But tell us why. Like, I want to know why in the comments. We're always looking for ways to improve. Yeah. So we can we can take the criticism. If you if you want something that we're not giving you, we want to hear it. True. That's all I got. All right. That wasn't bad. Uh, come back next week or two weeks from now. That's I guess that's a good reminder right now. We will not be here next Sunday because of Easter. So the next live stream will be two weeks. Uh, and then we'll hopefully be blessed with Johnny again. Get more of those awesome recaps. So a uh, couple reminders then. Take the poll through. This is through Spotify, Anchor as well. No one has no one did it this week, so that's why we didn't even mention it. But uh, then answer the trivia question. Uh, that is only through the Spotify app, and that will, if you get the fun fan freebie phrase right, also bump the value of the basic prize up to seven bucks from six, six bucks. So don't forget that. And then the schedule reminders. Uh, this live stream 
will be edited and posted as a podcast no later than Tuesday of this week. Then we will have a midweek crawl through, which is only a podcast posted by Friday of this week. And then uh, look for a Sunday short show. I don't think we got one today. I'm not 100% sure. Did you happen to notice that, Johnny? No, I didn't see if there was one up yet. Okay. So uh, I don't know if we got a Sunday short show today, but look for that. Uh, maybe not because Mike was out of town. So I don't know whether he had a time to pre, uh, pre-record it to get it scheduled to be posted. But look for that Sunday mornings. And that's when you can actually buy books off of that live stream. And then, of course, one, one o'clock every Sunday for this live stream. And like you said, John, the, the fun fan freebie phrase giveaway is for real now. It was for real before. I mean, I, I'm definitely not rich enough where eight bucks is a joke. I would have done the work of, and here's the key. You can get all the details at the end of the podcast, but you can get what the fun fan freebie phrase words are just after the intro of all of these places you got to go. So you don't have to listen to much of it at all. It's just after the intro, right after my hello, hello, and introduction to all the co-hosts. Boom. That's where I add the fun fan freebie phrase word. I did that today. Uh, for the podcast that will be out on Tuesday, it'll be after, right after that then. And then for the podcast on Friday, it'll be right after that then. So you got to listen to like the first minute and a half or so, not even that much maybe, just to get the three words, then go to the website. get all, Like I said, get all the details after the podcast. But uh, besides for the eight bucks now, you can also get the 9.2 CGC graded copy of Star Wars, The High Republic, number one. You do all that in the ways that we have listed in the details, then uh, it's yours. And I'm looking to really have good news. And we got two weeks for that, actually. Two weeks from now will be the next episode. So I'm going to be praying all through Easter, too, amongst other things, (laughs) that uh, we have good news two weeks from now. All right. Do you have anything else, John? Nope, that's it. All right, I want to thank you again for coming in today and really hope that we get you uh, more more weeks than not uh, from the future because, you know, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here right now. So we appreciate it. Well, I thank you for having me, Kev. All right. So don't forget, appreciating great art is awesome and reading a great story is fun. So why not pick up a comic book and do both? Exceller out. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you listen to this podcast, participate in the fun fan freebie phrase giveaway. You probably already know you could hear the second word in the phrase after this podcast's intro. You can still find out what the first word of the phrase is by watching the video of the season two, episode 22 live stream from April 10th, 2022. It is still available on YouTube and Facebook at Acceler Comics. While we would definitely like you to experience the full live stream, there's no need. You can hear the first word of the phrase right after the intro. Find out what the third word of the phrase is by listening to our midweek crawl through podcast that will be posted no later than Friday, April 15th, 2022. Again, you can hear the third word of the phrase right after the intro. Once you have all three words, it's time to head to ExcellerComics.com and submit the phrase. 
If you're located in the contiguous United States and are the first listener to send us the correct three-word phrase through a message on our website, either through the chat balloon or the We're Here to Help button at the bottom of the website, we will message you back that you've won. After that, you just need to respond back and let us know what particular geek culture collectible you'd like to receive from us, valued up to $6, not including shipping, we'll cover that. Or you could just let us know your favorite superhero, or any fictional character for that matter, or maybe a trading card, or any geek culture that you're into, and we can surprise you with what we send. But rest assured it will be worth at least $6. To add on to that, if you answer the trivia question correctly through our podcast question on the Spotify app, we will increase the value to $7. Lastly, if you allow us to share your first name, picture, and what collectible you received from us, on our various social media platforms, as well as our live stream and podcast, we will up the value once again to $8. Thank you for listening to our podcast, watching our live stream, and participating in the fun fan freebie phrase giveaway. Spread the word.